Hi everyone and welcome back. It's me Nisha and this is another episode of Adam's Off Thought. Today's thoughts always very thoughts provoking, is very intriguing, is very exciting to say the least. Today's thought of conversation is cheating but more specifically I'd like to share my thoughts on women who remain in relationships when their spouses or partners have been unfaithful. It's never something I understand but maybe it's not something for me to understand because I'm not a part of that relationship dynamic. I'm always just the unfortunate person who has lend an ear for them to just vent to and then I share my two cents from a logical standpoint because I have I'm not the one who have invested a lot of emotional time and effort into the relationship so I'm not thinking from an emotional standpoint my logic is coming from a logical standpoint so I always try to do my best and remain neutral and to you know, go both ways, play devil's advocate a lot of times and give the pros and cons. But it is what it is at the end of the day. I do want to say before I do get into that, if you're listening to me on any other podcasting platforms, please go ahead and show your support. Subscribe, like, follow, do whatever it is that you got to do. Leave a thoughts below. Give me a rating, five star preferably. But whatever you leave, I'm here for it as well. And also, if you're watching me on YouTube, please go ahead, like, share, subscribe, and leave a thoughts below. I'm also available on all the social media platforms under Adam's Off Thought. Go ahead and share your thoughts and my thoughts. I am here for it. And as always, my thoughts keeps me amused and things very interesting. So let's get into today's cheating thoughts. It is something that I have no idea why. You know what? I'm the kind of person who people tend to want to pour their soul out to and it doesn't matter. It could be just sitting on the bus or just in a store or doing something. People just randomly come up to me and they will pour their deepest, darkest part of their souls out to me and I am here for it. Generally, I'm not judging people. I try not to be judgmental. I try to always use logic to apply to a lot of situations. And sometimes these people don't want to hear anything from me. Sometimes I just want somebody to talk to and I get it. Sometimes I'm just like, oh yeah, I get it. And I agree with them because a lot of time, what do we want to hear? We like when people are agreeing with us, right? We don't always like to be told exactly what it is. We like to tell however we're feeling. We like to validate our feelings and our thoughts and everything. We like that. We like to feel like, hey, it's all about me and I'm the main character and whoever it is that I'm talking to, they need to just make me feel special. And I don't I'm here for it because I get it. I sometimes I am like that. Unfortunately, I don't get that in my life, but I I am I'm like that for people. I can be that for people because I do understand, you know, humans and how human works for the most part, how the mind and emotions and everything works. So when it comes to relationship and somebody has done you wrong, I am not going to be the one to make your feelings in terms of your emotions feel valid because you want to give this person a second chance or you want to forgive this person. Now, I'm not talking about in the sense where you have been with your partner for five, six years, a year, whatever the case is, build a bond with your partner or your spouse and you guys are, you know, in it for the long haul, for the long run and something happened and your partner messes up. And you want to forgive your partner because it to be first of all, I can never understand how somebody could cheat on another person that they are quote unquote in love with. I never understand it. Are you saying somebody put a gun to your head and raped you? Because then that's a whole different conversation that needs to be had in the presence of a peace officer 
and not, you know, it, it's a whole thing. That's criminal offense at this point in time. I can never understand when the drunk, I got so drunk and I've cheated on my spouse. I have been drunk to the point of falling down and I never wanted to cheat on my partner. I never had the urge to cheat on my partner. So for me, I do not understand it. Anytime anybody comes to me and they say my spouse or partner cheated on me and I can understand it because this or, you know, I don't know what to do, but I want to forgive them. And they're always like, yeah, but we love each other and he loves me and I love him or, you know, she loves me and I love her, whatever the case is. And I'm like, why did they cheat on you to begin with? I don't understand how because even if you are with your partner, you're going to have times when you don't like your partner. There's going to be that time because you're living in the same space with somebody. And even if you're not living with somebody, imagine being or talking to somebody constantly, sharing so much of your life, so much of yourself with somebody, there's going to be a point where that person gets on top of your nerves, that person annoys you. Does it give you the right to cheat on that person? If you really love the person and you want to spend the rest of your life with the person, no, it does not. It does not. If you don't care and you want to go ahead and just break off the relationship, by all means, I absolutely understand it. No, I can also understand and accept if you're in a non-monogamous relationship. So if you're in your if you're in an open relationship and you're free to do whatever and your partner is free to do whatever, then hey, it is what it is to each their own. I'm not here to judge anybody. Okay, I understand it. But if you're with a partner and your partner cheated on you and you guys are so in love, you guys want to spend the rest of your lives together, I do not understand the partner cheating on their spouse and then expecting to just be forgiven and even if something happens and it was a one-off situation and then they're forgiven then you go ahead and do it again and again and again and again and then you just keep being forgiven and to me I'm just like why why is it that women allow say men because obviously you can be in a different, different sort kind of relationship. You can be a same-sex relationship or, you know, the traditional men-female relationship. But regardless, a female in or a woman in a relationship with their partner or spouse and they get cheated on and they forgave them one time, why do they stay? Why is it that they stay for the multiple offenses that keeps being committed against them personally and as an individual and as a person for what you stand for. For me, to be honest, and this may sound a bit harsh, but I feel like somebody who remains in a relationship that their spouse have cheated on them numerous times and they know about it, or even if they don't know, but it's very clear as day and they've seen the red flags, they've seen the writings on the wall, so to speak, and they can tell their, their intuition. Their intuition is tell them that, hey, he's not being faithful, nothing is adding up, and you still remain. I feel like that person has no self-respect. That person... Maybe there's a lot, maybe there's a deeper concern. Maybe they need to go see a therapist. I don't know. I think that it's it sounds so harsh. But for me, I feel like if you're an individual that has enough confidence, that has enough self-respect for yourself, you're not going to 
allow somebody to walk all over you like that, especially if you're somebody that you say you're in love with. And again, this is not the situation. This doesn't apply to situations where you're non-monogamous. I'm talking about people who are in monogamous relationship where your man is for you alone and you are for your man alone. We're talking about that has been very ex- established and you are in a co- you're in a committed relationship to each other. I don't have a problem with people who are non-monogamous and they're doing whatever they're doing, whatever floats your boat, as I said earlier. But if you're in a committed relationship with your partner or spouse and they cross the line multiple times and you're still with them, then at this point, I don't think you you have any self-respect for yourself. You don't even respect yourself because you're allowing somebody to literally walk over you and do whatever it is that they want. Where you hold your head high and I feel like saying that sounds so harsh and sounds like somebody who hasn't been in that situation and yes I have not been in that situation before so maybe I am talking not from experience here but for me I set a certain level for myself and I live by that and I go by that so if if I'm in a relationship with somebody and they cheated on me and especially when it's been established that is a monogamous relationship and we're committed to each other and I find out that that person has been unfaithful to me multiple times one time regardless of what it is there's literally no coming back from that because the thing is trust is one thing that's hard to build it's hard to regain that once that's gone it's impossible because one speaking from my thoughts and where I'm coming from if I'm with a partner and they cheat and they cheat on me I'm not going to be able to trust them. And every single thing that they do, I'm not going to believe them. I'm going to be questioning every single thing, especially obviously that I found out that they cheated on me. I'm going to be questioning everything. Nothing. I'm going to trust any of their behaviors. Nothing at all that they do. I'm always going to think they're up to no good. So the trust is gone out the door. I'm going to be scarred. I'm going to be carrying that that emotional damage that untrustworthiness, everything that that cheating on me created, I'm going to be carrying that in the future in, for the rest of my life. For the, unless I seek professional help and go see a therapist and then work through it, which I think if I really love my partner and it is a one-off situation that I found out about, and then I'm like, okay, you know what? We need to go see a counselor because we need to work through this because okay, I have invested my time and energy in this person. Let's just see if we can work through it. However, if I found out that that person cheated again, that's, it's gone. Like there's, there's no way to bring this back. There's no way to mend that relationship. And I understand where a lot of time people are in situations where it's easier said than done, where a lot of people are attached to their partner for, maybe financial insecurity that being by themselves that they will have, or maybe they have kids together that, again, financial insecurity because the fact that if they have a bunch of kids that if they split from their partner, they're going to be the ones, you know, having the sole uh, expenses of, and they do not want that, or they're fear, or even fear of being alone as well. So they stay with their partner because of all of that. They're fearing being alone because a lot of people don't want to be alone, regardless of what it is that their partner is doing. It's something that they would 
not stand for realistically i mean but they are standing for it but if they were in a better position or they had other choices they would not stand for it but because they fear being alone because they have no idea if they're going to be alone forever and they don't want to be alone by themselves and they just stay with their partner and they sit down and they allow not sit down but just metaphorically sit down and just allow their partner to just literally do whatever their partner wants to them and then just take it and then on top of it one of the things that always annoys me the most is these women who stay with these unfaithful men know that your guy is unfaithful and you found out that he cheated on you and the first thing you do you go and attack the other female that he cheated on you with or you attack the other person and it's just like why are you attacking that person you know that your man is at fault. You know that your partner is at fault for cheating on you. For cheating on you, why is it that you feel like you need to attack the person that your partner cheated on you with? Shouldn't it be your partner's responsibility not to cheat on you? Your partner should be choosing you every day. You should. Your partner should know the value that you bring, and you should know the value that your partner bring. And you guys should be choosing each other every day. But if you're the only one choosing your partner every day, why are you staying in this relationship? Why are you in a relationship? It makes no sense. There was a particular instance where I had this friend and she was telling me that she had she was with her partner for maybe two, three years. She's with her partner and she had intuition like she could see a bunch of things that weren't adding up and she kind of figured out that her she kind of had a feeling that her partner was cheating on her but there was any time she kind of confronted him about it he would deny it he would gaslight her and he would say to her no it's just all in your head there's nothing like that there's nothing going on and because he was always with her for her birthday his birthday you know any holiday that came up he was always spending all the time with her and everything she really kind of didn't think she's like well how could he be possibly cheating on me and he's spending so much time with me he's always there for me so it makes no sense so she kind of just put those thoughts away and then one time i don't even remember exactly what happened she literally found solid real proof that she could not deny and he obviously could and he obviously could not deny that he was cheating on her she found the proof and she confronted him and he just came clean and said yes she found out that she wasn't the only girl she was actually a side girl to another girl that he has been dating for like six years and on top of that he also had another girl that he was seeing for two years so he had a girl that he was seeing that was older than her mind you uh, that he was seeing for six years then there was her that he was seeing for three years and then there's another girl that was actually younger than her that he was seeing for two years and i'm just like that's interesting so now there's three women that you know this guy has and he's in a full-on relationship with all of them and she couldn't even begin to understand how is it that he was able to keep all of this from her he was able to keep it because one he gaslit her and she believed him because another part of this that i don't understand how is it that we allow people to tell us what we should be feeling inside it that's something that's mind-boggling to me because your own body your own consciousness your own self is telling you something is wrong here and you allow somebody from outside to tell you nothing is wrong how you don't even trust yourself a lot of time that is something whenever i hear that i'm like you're telling me you don't trust yourself and if you don't trust yourself how is it you're trusting somebody else 
You're so quick to trust somebody else, but you don't trust yourself one bit. And I think it goes back to, you know, you want that confirmation. It's, it's called a confirmation bias. You're only looking for what confirms that belief that you have. Anyways, I digress. So she finally found out she had a proof and she confirmed that he was cheating and she was she lost it because to her, she, he was her world. She trusted this man. She believed in this man. She loved this man. She gave this man everything and she was heartbroken. She could not believe what was happening and everything was Whenever I was speaking to her, you could literally hear the hurt in her voice. At that point, I was just like, I wish I could literally just take this memory away from her because I was feeling her pain, even though personally I've never experienced anything like that. But the way she was conveying her hurt to me, I literally could feel it. I'm just like, I feel hurt for you. Like I could feel it through the phone. It's it's unsettling this feeling. And I try to play devil's advocate. I try to say, you know what, you should break up with him. Then I'm like, you know what? bring logic to this you've been with him for so long what is he gonna do have you had that conversation with him you need to have a calm conversation with him because you don't want to blow up I do understand that at the end of the day this is emotionally draining you are gonna overreact well are you overreacting maybe not it is gonna whatever action you take it is called for but you want to make sure you're approaching this with logic even though at that point in time when you had when you are at the height of all your emotions, logic goes out the door and nothing makes sense. And there's nothing that whatever you're saying and whatever you're doing is you're not doing it for sense. You're doing it because you're just feeling all the emotions. So I try to talk her through. I try to give her some maybe a peace of mind. I try to say, OK, you know what you should do? You should try maybe therapy or something or you should try having a reasonable conversation with them because at the end of the day, you guys are both adults and I can only tell you what to do to, to a certain extent because one, I'm not a part of the relationship. I don't know everything. Everything that I'm hearing is only from your point of view. Even though cheating is cheating, there's no two sides to cheating. Once you cheated, you're cheated. I can, there's, for me, as how I see it, there's no possible good reason you could have for cheating so I looked at it like that but then I, I try to help her she didn't listen to anything I said she didn't listen to anything I said she did what she wanted to do I told her not to go to a bunch of people and complain about her problems because at the end of the day people really don't care about the problems you're going through people don't really care people have everybody have their shit that they're going through and you know, it's this thing where I care but not that much sort of thing where people may sit and listen to you, but a lot of time they don't really give a shit. And also she was going to a lot of people that were in her professional circle, right? And I'm saying to her, you're going to need them for maybe reference and this and that in the future. You want to make sure you're remaining professional. This is hurting you and I understand it, but you want to make sure you're keeping on a brave face. Everybody don't need to know this about you but understanding coming from a human perspective or a human point of view and all the emotions she's feeling and she just wants to not hurt anymore at the end of the day she forgave him they were back together and this was within a few days this wasn't even a few weeks or nothing this was literally like the next day they were back together very much interesting interesting stuff but anyways not at the end of the day it's not my business whatever she decides to do she decides to do i'm not the one that has to deal with any of that but 
this is the some something that I've encountered on multiple occasions where women go through this with their partners being unfaithful on multiple occasions and they never leave. And this is why I said earlier where I am the unfortunate person that has to sit and listen to this. And then at the end, they don't even take my advice. And even when I sit and just try to listen, they're always asking for what it is that I think they should do. And I try to be neutral and I try to say what it is that you want to do. And you're like, well, I don't know what I want to do. I try to kind of be this unqualified, uneducated therapist in a sense and try to let them get to where they want to get to. Because if I tell them, and I've learned this the hard way, as I stated a whole story earlier, where no matter what I told her, she did not listen to me. And it's okay. I don't need anybody to listen to me. I don't need to run anybody's life. It's okay. I'm good. I have enough on my plate running my life and trying to figure out my shit. But whenever I tell, I try to not tell, but whenever I, I talk to somebody in, in regards to these particular situations, I always try to get them to do what it is that they want to do. Because at the end of the day, they're going to do what the hell they want to do to begin with. So I just try to get them to that point. But my thing is always, why do they stay in these relationships? And then I have to constantly hear this. I had to set a boundary. I had to say, you know what? I respect you as an individual and I can understand you're going through a lot with your partner, but I do not want to hear it. Respectfully, I do not want to hear it because you know what? One, you're not going to listen to anything I have to say. You just want to tell me about your life and your sadness and your depressing situation and you have no willingness, you have no wanting to get out of it. And I can't be here just sitting down because I'm not getting paid for this shit at the end of the day. I mean, I didn't say I'm not getting paid, but I'm not going to sit down and listen to this for hours on end, for days on days on days and be depressed and sit down with you and go through all of this when you're not doing anything. And then at the end of all of that, you're back with this person and you guys are all good. And then what? And I have to go through this roller coaster of craziness every time you find out that this person has cheated on you. Why should I subject myself to that? I'm not subjecting myself to that nonsense. Like, for one, I'm not even in a relationship where my partner is cheating on me. Why should I be subjected to, you know, somebody else's partner cheating on them and they're not even willing to get out of the situation? They're just staying in it and then you're going to stress me out. Hell no, like I'm not, I'm not getting paid for this. So I had to set a boundary for myself to let them know respectfully, if you need to talk to somebody, maybe you guys should go to counseling and if not, I do not want to hear it. I do not care for it. If you have anything else about your life that you want to share that does not involve you and your nonsensical relationship, I can hear it. Sometimes I'm very blunt like that because when I've had enough, I've had enough. And I will literally just tell you straight to your face exactly how it is. And you can take it for what you want because this is not a right off the bat. This is a, I have tried to be there for you. I have tried to guide you. I have tried everything I can to help you and to try to get you to a better place and you refuse to. You keep falling back into these same patterns, into these same habits and then you keep drawing me into this and I cannot do this anymore. So at that point, I had to cut it off. So for lack of a better term, you know, you're an addict. 
to whatever this situation, this toxic situation is, and you're drawing me into this addiction of yours, and I don't want to be a part of it, because every time I try to help you get away from this addiction, you go back into it, and you're good again, and then I don't hear anything from you, we might not have a conversation about your boyfriend, or your spouse, and everything is all good, and then as soon as there's problems again, I'm the one that's being drawn into this, so I had to do that, because I find that not only that I had one friend doing that, I was multiple people doing not to me and I'm just like why do I keep finding myself in these situations that I do not wish to be in I've never had a relationship that had so much relationship stress in terms of cheating stress and maybe it's because I've had such bad experiences not firsthand but secondhand obviously from people just telling me these stories I avoid that sort of situation if I have a relationship stress I want it to be about I'm stressing about the challenges that I have in the relationship, about getting to the next level, about becoming a better person and achieving more, achieving success and doing this and doing that. I don't want stress of my partner cheating and I'm staying and I'm working shit out or not. And you just, I don't want that. I don't want that stuff for myself personally. So if I have anybody around me that have that with them and they're not trying to better their situation, I just set boundaries and just kind of distance myself from the whole situation because it's like toxic people, they spread their toxicity and they draw you into it. And then without even realizing, you get sucked into it and then you just lose sight of what is right. It's like drama. It's so much drama that I can't stand. But at the end of the day, I'm not here for any of it. Anybody who wants to remaining their toxic relationship, I call it toxic because it's a pattern that's not been broken. The person is not trying to get better. They're not doing better. They just keep cheating on their um, spouses or partners and they're not doing anything to change. And then the women just stay with these men and they do nothing to get out of the relationship. And all they do, they walk around with their sadness and depression and act like the world is at fault or everybody else is at fault for them making their shitty ass decisions. And the world is not at fault. You are at fault for choosing to be with a person who constantly cheats on you and do not respect you or give you the respect you deserve by choosing you daily and not cheating on you and then you remain and then you take it out on everybody and society and everybody in society is not re responsible for this. You are responsible for your shitty decisions. You have to live with it. I get it. Sometimes it's good to just talk to people and to talk it out. But to me, it makes no sense when you're not trying to get better or trying to get away from the situation. If you're not getting out of the situation, you're addicted to the situation or you can't see any way out. And okay, that's fine for you. Even if you have given choices and you just don't want those choices, that's okay. Everybody's, you know, grown folk and everybody's entitled to their opinion and their decisions. Absolutely fine. Do whatever you got to do, but stop going to people and bothering people and annoying people with your life problems when you're not willing to make changes to become better. You're not willing to make better decisions to live a better life. If you're not willing to do that, then leave people alone and don't complain. You're not always going to make the right decision. Absolutely. How do you know what you don't know? I can understand it, but when it comes to toxic relationship and a partner that has a repeated behavior, you can make a better decision and not choose them every day continuously and live with it. And if you do, it is your business. I'm not here to judge anybody, whatever, it's to each their own. 
whatever the case is, but don't bother people with your problems when you're not willing to make changes, when you're not willing to change yourself and make different decisions to better yourself. As much as I understand the fear of not wanting to be alone or the not being financially secure, I can understand why you'd stay with maybe an abusive partner, a cheating partner, a toxic relationship. I can understand it. Do I accept it? No, because I always think that people can make better decisions to get to a better point where they can get out of it. So if you're in a situation that you don't want to be in, you don't have to be in it forever. You can be in it for now until you can go where you want to go. I try to approach a lot of things in my life with logic not everything because I am emotional and I do a lot of times that my emotional my emotions think for me and I know that's not the best thing and I know a lot of time people are in these situations and that's exactly what's happening they're letting their emotions think for them and I get it I'm a human everybody's human we all make mistakes we all go through it and there's times when decisions are being made purely based on emotions I get it But at what point are you going to realize that that emotional decision that you made was not the correct one? And whenever you get back into the same situation, you need to make a different decision. At what point do you learn? Do you learn at what point? Like, at what point do you learn? I, if I make a decision based on emotion and I go through the same situation again, you best believe it's not going to be an emotional decision. It's going to be logic at this point because I now realize that I'm living with the consequences of my emotional decision that I made and the consequence is not favorable. So if I get placed in that position again or I have an opportunity to make a different decision, you best believe I'm going to make the different decision. Sometimes it's easier said than done. A lot of time it, it takes, a lot of people, it's not, it's not easy for a lot of people to make those decisions. I understand that, but I think a lot of time you can make small decisions, small changes, which will equal up to big changes. Thank you for joining me on today's thoughts on uh, cheating and relationships. And I look forward to you joining me on my next thought. What it will be? I don't know. I don't know what it'll be, but it'll be something. Thank you for joining me. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe on my YouTube channel. And if you're listening to me on any other podcast and platform, please follow, subscribe, share, like whatever it is that you got to do, leave a rating, leave a thought, follow me on my social media platforms, Adam of Thought, uh, every platform, TikTok, Facebook, all of them. Thanks. Bye.